Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the amazing Jennifer Dent Brown with me. I'm so excited for this interview. It's long overdue. Um, We have so much to talk about, Jennifer. So much. But for people who don't know you, before we dive into everything, tell us who you are, what you do, all your fabulousness. Okay. How much time do we have today? (laughs) I think we got got time. We have the time that we need. (laughs) We can go on and on and on. Okay. So hello, Savers. I am Jennifer Dent Brown. Um, I'm a life and weight loss coach, and I help women get off of the weight loss struggle bus. I teach them how to stop dieting forever and learn how to achieve their forever weight. Um, I've been coaching. I started out as a health coach in 2014, and I've been coaching for a very long time. (laughs) I became a full-time coach in 2020. I will say as someone who works with Jennifer for weight loss. Jennifer is one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. Like you coach hard. (laughs) I was telling some friends about you and I was like, I hate our calls because she doesn't let me off the hook for anything. (laughs) I always want to be like, Jennifer, it's not that deep. And it's always that deep with you. Listen, you want to get your money's worth, right? (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone needs some help, losing weight without dieting, go check Jennifer out. We'll have the stuff in the show notes because she's just incredible. We all knew that already, but if you didn't know who she was, (laughs) incredible, incredible coach. Okay. So you've been coaching for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've been full-time since 2020. You joined Six Figure Saver in December of last year. So December, 2022. Mm -hmm. First of all, I'm just curious because I'm always curious, like, how did you find me? And then why did you join Six Figure Saver? I found you listening to you on DL's podcast. So I remember, um, I've known DL for a couple of years. We've been in similar coaching circles and I've always listened to her podcast. And I remember there was a two-part episode where you and DL were just talking all about money and entrepreneurship and all the things. And I was like, oh, this is so fascinating. And I immediately went to go look you up. And I saw Six Figure Saver as an entrepreneur. I was like, is that even possible? I was drawn in. I was like, when is when is this opening? Like, when can I join? And I remember I got on your email list and every email you sent, I was like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. It's so funny. So many people say that about even just the name Six Figure Saver is a little bit like confronting, like you could save six figures. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> Who? Me? I don't know. It's not like your IRA, right? Not your 401k, not your retirement, but just six figures as an entrepreneur in the bank. And that just seems like, oh, wow, that seems amazing. Yeah. Okay. So you joined us in December because mm-hmm. it sounds like I just, I pointed out some things. <laughs> you hooked me in. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about like, um, what your business was like at that time so that we have some context too, for what we'll talk about. 
Yeah. So at that point, I knew I needed to definitely work on my finances and my money mindset. Um, I had done some <laughs> done some rearranging of my business. So for those of you, like I did one-on-one coaching, I had a group program, I shifted it, you know, the brain was like, it's not working, I'm not making enough money. So I like blew the whole thing up um, and tried to recreate it. And it was just very unstable. I didn't plan ahead financially for, as you call the squeeze. Um, and I had been using, leveraging a lot credit, a lot of credit up until that point. Um, I worked with a financial expert because full disclosure, I do have ADHD. And so numbers for me, they get a little convoluted. It takes me a long time to process things like that. I, I, I had a history where I got out of personal debt and I'd paid off, you know, $236 worth of personal debt in two years following our friend Dave Ramsey. Haha. I was very cognizant of how to pay off debt, but it was paying off debt with a job. It was very easy looking back to pay off the debt because it was very regular income. Um, And so when I started leveraging credit to kind of like fill in the gaps when the income, because at at that point I didn't know nothing about the cash flow waterfall. It was like, oh, we need to buy stuff. We have credit because I had excellent credit at the time. Let's use credit, but wasn't able to balance the income coming in with the expenses going out. So if y'all, if anyone has been in that situation, you can only do it for a period of time before things start to crumble. And when I joined Six Figure Savers, things were definitely crumbling. Like my, my expenses were really high and my income was low. And because I shifted my business model, just kind of with based off an emotional decision, my confidence was like shook because the income wasn't coming in like the way that I had planned. And all of a sudden it's like, OMG, what are we going to do right now? So I had hired someone. I was working with a CFO because I don't, the numbers things and and the income, variable income was really confusing to me. Had I known what I knew now, I would not have hired a CFO. I hired a CFO because I didn't want to deal with it. And so it was kind of like putting my head in the sand, depending on someone else to tell me essentially how to run my business, which was not the best idea for me. I hear a lot of stories like that, where it's it's like I'm hiring an accountant or a CFO or someone to basically pay someone to fix it or to like basically absolve myself of the responsibility of having to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And... and and because it sounds smart, like, right, I should have a CFO or I should have an accountant. And that's not to say that those are roles that you should never hire by any means, but it's, it's right. Noticing, am I doing this because I'm afraid to look myself or am I doing this? Cause this is what my business needs right now. And yeah. that will be your biggest clue if it's something you should do right now or not. I was doing it on my own. I just didn't know what I was doing. And it was very difficult. I tried to apply the method that I used before when I was getting paid regularly and it wasn't working. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, I need, I need some help. I'm curious when you say it wasn't working, the methods, when you were having a weekly paycheck, how Mm -hmm. was it not working anymore? (laughs) Because the income coming in consistently wasn't coming in as consistently as before. 
as a coach, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get a client this week. Like I can hope and project I'm going to get six clients this week. I don't know. And so that was difficult. And I forgot the other part of that was also um, being married and having to put money into the finance, like the, the general the finances, the household budget, and then balancing, you know, my husband's way of he, the way he handles money is different than the way I handle money. And it just, you know, it was just a big avalanche of circumstances is what I call it. So it sounds like the system that used to work just stopped working. Because, it didn't work as well. Right. Yeah. Cause like your income was very different, but then also now you're married and the household finances and that's a whole other variable mm-hmm. that didn't work with the old system, which used to work in the past. What was um, the first moment in six figure saver? It like clicked for you. Oh, like the first module when we talked about the, when you went over the cash flow waterfall, I was like, Oh, I was like, is that it? I was like, that makes so much sense. And so that's when I was like, okay, this can be a lot easier than what I think I've been trying to think it's supposed to be. Out of curiosity, because you used to do profit first, Mm -hmm. um, how much profit was in your profit account? Oh my gosh. At that time, nothing, but it never got more than 500 bucks. The reason I ask is I've never seen a profit account from the profit first system that has more than like three figures in it. And, and every time I ask entrepreneurs, okay, so you're doing profit first. What's the profit account for? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> like nobody knows what it's for. <laughs> it was a nice idea. I do remember one quarter I did like give my podcast manager, I sent her a little bonus. And I was like, as the business grows, I was like, this bonus will grow. And she's like, great. And it was literally like, I probably sent her like 25 bucks. It was a nice thought. <laughs> It's, um, it is, it's a very nice thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, my philosophy is that under 5 million a year doesn't really make sense. It's not that there's no place for it. It's just, mm-hmm. what are we doing with 25? And also because account? I had so many bank accounts and all of them had fees coming out of them because the collective minimum. So I was like, why am I just keeping these bank accounts open to pay $7 a month? Um, It's interesting that you say when you when you first watch the first module and the three bank accounts, the cash flow waterfall, which is a tool we teach that it like was like, Oh, that's it. It's that simple. The reason I think that's interesting is I'm going to relate it back to something that I learned in college. So a lot of you guys know, I went to California college of the arts for a bachelor's of fine art in interaction design. And one of my classes was a research class. It was called design research. And we had to learn how to, talk to people, understand their problems, and then create insights. And my my teacher said, my professor said, you know an insight is good when when you tell the audience the insight, everyone goes, oh, that's so simple. And they wonder how they didn't think of it themselves because it was always right there. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I think about my curriculum and my my concepts as well. I'm like, It's really simple because I've taken everything I've learned from working with hundreds of entrepreneurs and like, it's not me being a creative person. It's just me organizing what everyone else has been saying. So it Mm -hmm. feels natural. It feels like, oh yeah, how was I not doing this all along? 
it's like you have all of this information in your head. So you try to do all the things and then you see Cashville waterfall and it's like, all right. So I feel like I need to say like, Jennifer was always a star student. (laughs) Jennifer, Yes. (laughs) Jennifer was always coaching other people in Slack, always like the helpful person, star student. And that like always engaged. And in May of this year, I put out a call for a co-coach. The group was getting bigger. It was time to hire a co-coach. And um, so I put out an application and I got a couple people to apply. And I secretly wanted you to apply. I was like, I almost, (laughs) I'm following a process that I'm learning from my coach on hiring and all of that. But I almost was like, can I just ask Jennifer? Because she's already coaching people in the Slack. I didn't tell you, I didn't reach out. I did not tell you, but you were the first person to apply for that position. And I was so happy. (laughs) It was Um, meant to be. It was meant to be. So long story short, you are also now our co-coach and six-figure saver. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves you because like I said at the beginning, you're an excellent coach. Um, And you know, with weight loss and not stop dieting, very, very similar to money and saving very similar mechanisms and very similar thoughts that we have along those processes. But tell me a little bit about why you decided to be a co-coach and six-figure saver. So here are my big three things, my big three personal development areas. It was weight, relationships, and money. But I've always been like, curious about how can I make more money? I've always been driven. I've always had a side hustle somewhere. So I've always been money mindset focused. And I just loved your process so much. And I was like, as an entrepreneur, I haven't seen anything like this before. I love the fact that you're a female, you're a Latina, like doing it. And I remember I was like, wow, I was like, Jeannie doesn't have any coaches in here. Like, do they have a co-coach? So I was like, when she opens this up for a co-coach, I'm definitely applying. It's been such a great decision. And one of my favorite things now is um, when we have clients in the wins channel or people who tell me in person or around coach Jennifer said something, blah, 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 blah. Or I just love (laughs) coach Jennifer. Or when they give like, when they give you compliments, it's the best feeling. I'm like, cause y'all coach Jennifer doesn't let you off the hook. <laughs> um, look, I want you to get your ROI. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just been such a, such a dream to have you. So first of all, I just want to publicly thank you for being an amazing Aww. co-coach. Um, and I just think that there is so much, uh, synergy Is that a word I can use? Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll go with the corporate word. There's so much synergy between what we teach. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's talk about ROI for a moment since you Mm -hmm. mentioned it. Let's talk about ROI for a moment because it's something that we teach in Six Figure Saver in our Increase Your Profitability module. We talk about getting an ROI out of a program, how to pick programs to get the right ROI. You've been coaching on it now as well inside the program. And you've gotten an ROI out of Six Figure Saver. You've saved over where I lost my number over $20,000 cash collected <laughs> in the bank, saved. In the bank. Mm-hmm. Submitted. <laughs> so first I'm curious, like, 
How do you think about getting ROI out of a program, especially perhaps a program that you have a, like a, a difficult time with weight loss and money? Hi. I think a lot of people have struggled with their weight before and they mm -hmm. find weight to be triggering and difficult. I know a lot of people struggle with their money and they find money to be triggering and difficult. How do you think about getting ROI out of a program where you're already not super excited to be there per se. Mm -hmm. I tell my clients like, look, make sure you get what you came for, period. You join my program, make sure you get what you came for. And then I list out all the different ways you can get support in the program. Because with weight and money, it's very easy to keep your head in the sand and just ignore this problem until you just, you, you have no choice. Like you have to do something. And so they come in with kind of like this, um, they're behind, right? They're just emotionally and, and mentally behind. What my, my advice would be to people like that is when you come in, get coached, like, don't, don't worry about like trying to open up the modules or open up the spreadsheet or like, just come. It's a safe space. Come and say, Hey, I'm here. I'm terrified. I have guilt. I have shame. I don't know what to do. I'm just stuck. And you do a really good job about avoidance and like helping people deal with avoidance. That would be um, my first piece of advice for someone getting their ROI on a program like Six Figure Saver. It's interesting because exactly what I just thought of is like, you make the decision to join, but then you have to make the decision to participate and to your point, like if you're really like head in the sand, I feel, um, I feel shame. I feel like I'm really behind. I feel like I messed it up. I feel like I'm way worse off than everyone in the group, which again is like all these feelings that we feel about such a sensitive topic. Then yeah, your only job is really to say, okay, what do I need right now? I just need to get coached. That's it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to spend time in the spreadsheets yet. We have 12 <laughs> months to get into the spreadsheets. Yeah. And just know, yeah, I coach hard, but I also coach with compassion. Too. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> You're not mean. <laughs> no, I, I'm a very, like, I, I try to be very good at like getting people's like body language and understanding like where they are meant. I mean, you know, as a coach, you, you just have to like pay attention to the, um, yeah, everything, everything. It's not just the verbal communication. Why don't you tell us about your debt story? Because speaking of, you know, the avoidance and the shame and feeling like I'm behind when you joined Six Figure Saver, you didn't have any available credit, right? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So it was like, I either figure out this cash flow thing, mm -hmm. there's no plan B at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no available credit. And I just had to cap it. I'm like, because I was amassing so many payments mm -hmm. and it was starting to get really, really overwhelming. Um, so no, I was like, cash, I'm cash flowing this. I'm, I'm going to cash flow it. And so I did. And it was very difficult to under, to get my brain wrapped around because I'd always was able to like tap into credit to fill in the gaps. And I didn't have that anymore. And so I had to be very meticulous. I had a bookkeeper that I fired when I started, when I was in six figure saver. So then I was like me, like I'm doing the spreadsheet. I'm looking at my transactions every single day. 
every single day I was in my transactions, in my spreadsheet, looking to see where the money was coming in, where the money was going out. You coached me on cash flow waterfall because I, my brain just couldn't comprehend. I'm like, but I just don't know. Like I always end up with less money here and I, the money come, like I could not figure that out. And so then you coached me on creating a cash flow calendar, which was super helpful. Like that was a game changer for me. Cash flow calendar is like, it's like bringing in the heavy hitter. You're stuck. You're feeling like we have no more room on credit. We're going to like really figure this out. I've done this with a few other clients in the past. We're going to do a cash flow calendar, which mm-hmm. is for listeners who don't know, you start, you create a calendar, like literally the days of the week, the days of the month, you start your beginning balance in your bank account. What's coming in that day? What's going out of the account that day? End balance. Then the next day, beginning balance in, out, end balance. Actually, I want to go back to when you joined, you know, you said your income was dipping. It was dipping. It was dipping. Mm-hmm. I was in a negative. Every you were in the month. negative. Yeah. I think a lot of people have this thought of, I I can't join Six Figure Saver right now. I'm not even profitable. I can't join mm-hmm. Six Figure Saver right now because I am, my income's going down, not up. Like, how did you, first of all, even make the decision to join Six Figure Saver when you were in the negative? But then how did you manage to save through that process? Lord knows. <laughs> Literally. I just knew that I, if I came up with the first $400 when the doors opened, I was like, I'll figure out the rest of it for the first payment. And literally that's what I did. I really had to prioritize my expenses. What investments are going to make me one, can make me more money and two, make me feel good. Because one thing I remember about getting out of debt when I was doing beans and rice with David Ramsey, David, I keep calling him David, Dave Ramsey, (laughs) was like, I didn't feel that great. Like I wasn't getting my nails done. I wasn't getting my hair done. Like I wasn't going out. It was just very, and I was like, I cannot do that. Like there's no way. So I invested in the things that made me feel a certain way that brought me like joy to my life. And they're going to give me an ROI on and make me some more money. So coaching for, for sure. All my coaching got paid first. It's very similar to what you teach with like weight loss without a diet, right? Because if you tell me I can't have any of the foods I love anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll do that for 30 days. Maybe. Maybe, maybe maybe 90 (laughs) if I have very strong willpower, but screw you. I'm not cutting out every food that I love for the rest of my life just Mm -hmm. so I can have a smaller body. Like that's not worth it to me. Yeah. Very similar to spending. Like people can do the hardcore beans and rice lifestyle, but not forever. Mm -mm. And at a certain point, it's, I find most people break. They like... I can't keep this up. What am I, am I living my life to pay off debt forever? And then what happens is I, and I wonder if you experience this at all, because some people do, what will often happen is they'll swing the opposite direction. They'll go, I went beans and rice so hard for so long. Now I'm going to have like crazy amounts of fun and spending. I'm never going to restrict again. Um, Mm -hmm. And it creates this like backlash pendulum. I'm even subconsciously doing that with my business. Mm-hmm. I don't have any personal debt because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm I know how to handle that money. Yeah. 
But I think I subconsciously did that with my business. I wonder if it's like, cause it's justifiable. Well, the thought was like, I'm always going to make more money. Yeah. And I was totally justifying like, oh, I need to invest in this program. Oh, I need to invest in this program. Oh, I need to, you know, buy some new clothes because I'm going to be on Zoom for a training. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Everything was justifiable. Course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious how, because you have made investments, some pretty big investments since being in Six Figure Saver and figuring out the cash flow stuff. How did you make how have you made investment decisions now in your business after being through the program? Um, what does my business need at that moment? I'm very clear. I have invested um, definitely my money mindset. Like that was priority um, and a business coach because I flip flopped all around with um, my business model. So I knew I needed some stability there and um, our coach DL, we love DL. She was, she was helping me in the DMs. I think she saw me flailing. <laughs> <laughs> so and she gave me some really, really sound advice and I could start to see the, the ship turn. Um, but one thing I do have to say about that is I always knew that I was going to make, like, I always felt capable of making plenty of money. It was just a matter of time for me to like, turn the tides. There was never a doubt in my mind that I wasn't going to be able to make money at some point. Um, I just knew that, like, I just needed to get my ducks in a row, get my mindset straight, get my containers ready for the cash flow overflow that's coming. And I always bet on myself. So I just wanted to to make sure I said that. You never doubted your abilities. There's just this like slump moment, which mm-hmm. we all go through. Mm-hmm. And I just need to figure out how to get through that so mm-hmm. I can get to the point where I'm making the money I know I can make again. Yeah. If not more. And, I mean, yeah. And I saw the writing on the wall of like, this isn't too sustainable. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what's happening right now? I need to change things. I just didn't know how to change it until I found Six Figure Saver. I'm curious, what thoughts, what beliefs what um limiting beliefs if we will do you think that people have about their ability to lose weight without a diet that is the same thought about people's ability to save money in their business mm, that's good i don't like restriction yes <laughs> i want what i want when i want it now me <laughs> with ice cream <laughs> I don't want to delay gratification. Like, oh, I want to invest in this program. And the thing is with programs and stuff, like we're constantly being marketed to. So there's always going to be a program to invest in. And if your brain gets locked and loaded on something like, I really, 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 really want to do this thing, just like with food, I really, really, really want to eat this ice cream. It's very difficult to like unlock it and unlock your brain off of the target unless you're very intentional. I'm like, okay. What's the goal here? Like, what are we doing? Let's change course. Um, what's another Let's one? Let's talk about that for a moment. Cause I had that moment the other night with some chocolate and I told you about this and it's very similar to how people think about spending too. I was up late and I wanted a chocolate and I really, really, really wanted it. And that feeling, 
Uh, I don't want to restrict myself. This isn't how I, I don't want to live my life restricting, restricting myself, right? I make it all dramatic. Um, I really want this right now. Am I really going to deny myself right now? I was really struggling with these thoughts about this chocolate and I was sitting like just thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, the more the desire built, the more the justification felt real and true and like justified. So I took a moment and I did a model and I was like, okay, what is happening? (laughs) And I found that, you know, my, my thoughts about the chocolate were fueling my desire for the chocolate. And then I, I paused and I asked myself, a question, which was, what would the most ideal evening for me be right now? Which again, is not restricting. I'm just asking myself, okay, I really want this chocolate. That's great. What would be the most ideal, beautiful evening that would make me feel good? I asked Mm -hmm. that question and I sat with it and I was like, okay, it was about 10 o'clock at night or 930. If I had an ideal evening, I would put my phone in my office and let it charge overnight away from my bed. I would go do my full skincare routine and the jade roller and the face mask. I would take a hot shower and I have these amazing, they're like bath bombs, but for your shower, you put them at the bottom. They're called shower pumps. They're Mm -hmm. so good. You put them in your shower and they evaporate with the steam and smell really good. I would do an everything shower. So I'd shave my legs. I'd moisturize afterwards. I'd put my comfy pajamas on I would get in bed with the clean sheets and like rub my legs in the bed (laughs) and I'm like that would be the ideal evening and and then I was like oh I really want to go do that it's not that the chocolate desire was gone it's Mm -hmm. just that I asked myself well what am I really what am I really desiring is a really good evening Mm -hmm. and I think it relates so much to what you're saying about like about what we've talked about too, about ROI and business and spending, it's easy to get caught up in, I really want this thing mm-hmm. and I can justify it because it's a business expense and I'll definitely make an ROI and, blah, 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 and we just keep going on and on and on versus, okay, that's definitely on the table. The chocolate's not off the table. The program's not off the table, but ask yourself, what does your business really need right now? It might still be that thing. The answer might still be the same, but let's take a moment to evaluate Oftentimes what we'll find is that we're just caught up in the moment because we are getting marketed to all the time. Totally. Totally. And I I love that you asked yourself that question. So good, Gina. (laughs) I ate the chocolate the next day. I will say that. I'm still learning. (laughs) It's okay. It's work in progress, right? There's nothing wrong with eating chocolate, right? There's nothing wrong with eating chocolate. Just like My weight has been trending down for five weeks in a row, so... But you, it was more of an intentional decision versus an emotionally driven one. And I love the fact that you asked yourself your, the question, like, what do I need right now? Like, what would make this time right now just really, really nice for me? And I think that goes hand in hand with the question that you always ask too. Like, like you always tell us that like, we should be working on a financial goal always, right? We should always be, once you get your buffer, like once you get your working capital savings, like what's your next goal? What's your next goal? What's your next goal? And when you're having these moments of like, oh, I want to invest in this program. Does this align with the goal? Yeah, that's it. Does this align with my goal? Is it going to support the goal that we're working towards in this moment? And sometimes the question, the answer is very clear. Like, yes, it is, or no, it's not. And sometimes the answer is, 
oh, it is just not right now. Just like right Q3, now. Yeah. It will. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I ask the same thing with my, my weight people, right? Is like, you're making a decision to eat or not eat. Is it aligned with your goal? It's very, very simple question, but it, it causes you to pause. And then you're like, okay, all right. Okay. Is this going to support me? Maybe not. So I'll, you know, choose another, choose another avenue. Like I'm going to go take a shower with a bath mom. (laughs) That's how I felt about making my decisions for my eating plan this week. Cause this week is the week of Thanksgiving, heavy eating week, right? But I sat down with my eating plan and I was like, okay, what do I want to eat on Thursday on Thanksgiving? So for breakfast, I'm just going to have coffee because I want to save my eating room for the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, and I was really actually, I really sat with it. I'm like, is there anything from Thanksgiving dinner I don't want to eat? And the answer was no, I want to eat everything. So I wrote, okay, I wrote everything except for alcohol. Because I was thinking about how do I want to feel on Thanksgiving? How do I want to feel the next day? I definitely mm-hmm. want to like have enjoyed all the delicious food, but I don't want to feel hungover at all, or I don't want alcohol to interrupt my sleep. And it has really been interrupting my sleep. So I'm like, oh, like it's not about restriction. It's just about pre-deciding and like asking how, how do I want to feel right? My goal is to feel good. That's my, my goal. So mm-hmm. what do I do to support that goal? Same with my business and my spending, right? My goal for next year is X. My goal for this quarter is Y. What do I need to do to support that goal? And it's not about restricting myself or not. Actually, it's the opposite of restriction. Right. It's 100% supportive. Asking that question is support. Yeah, it's so supportive. And when you break that, how do I say not break that cycle? When you spend on random things, it may feel good in the moment, but what you're really doing is you're restricting yourself from hitting your goal. Mm-hmm. And that feels like crap. It because feels then awful. You hit the end of the year and you're like, what? I what, happened? what happened? <laughs> I what know happened? I made money. Where did it go? Yeah. Or I didn't hit my income goal because I invested in the wrong things because I got caught up in the moment. It feels like crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. And so I love that. Um, that we talk about this. I love that we're each other's clients. I know. <laughs> I mean, I've been saying to you, I'm like, every single one of my coaching calls with you, I'm like, I hate this so much. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Because I hear myself saying all the things my clients say. So if you're my client listening to this interview right now, this chat with Jennifer and I, just know that Jennifer's putting me in my place and I have a newfound empathy for all my clients. Cause I'm saying all the same things. I don't hey. want to restrict myself. I want what I want when I want it. Like all the things you help your clients save money and make money. I help my clients lose weight. It's happening. It's I'm saving. Happening. You're losing. It's, it's a win-win. <laughs> it is a win-win. It is very much a win-win. All right, Miss Jennifer, let's, let's close out. Any final thoughts you want to share with our listeners with people who are probably clients listening to this, but also people who are just wanting to wanting to not feel like crap about their money anymore. Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> it makes me feel sad when people feel crappy about their money and they don't have to. Mm. 
And I get it, right? I get the shame that comes along with feeling like you've made a mistake. And if you're not following what society says you should be doing with your money, it can carry a lot of like shame and guilt. Um, I just wanted to say like, you get to choose, like you get to choose again. You get to come in, you get to have the support that you need in a community of people who are all kind of dealing with the same thing. Um, but you get to choose your, choose your story. You get to choose a different one and it doesn't have to be like, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, I regret this. Oh, I should have done this. I should have, shouldn't have done that. You get to start from where you are and the tools that you provide and the strategy you provide in six figure saver. It's so freaking simple. (laughs) Like it's so simple. The problem comes is when we have all of these stories and we have all these beliefs and limiting beliefs and blocks that are holding us back. And that's when the coaching is so powerful because it literally helps you bust through all of those stories that you're telling yourself of why this can't be simple and why this can't be easy. And once you get on the other side of that, like, oh, you start saving money, like game on. You can start to create money when you need it. It's like the windfall is coming (laughs) and it's so easy. You get to choose again. That's like, oh, you can apply that to any sticky place in your life. Mm-hmm. And I like how you put it. Like, it's not, you don't have to shame yourself, for your past choices, or like beat yourself up or any of that. We just get to choose again. You get to choose again. Yeah. Because we waste so much time and energy thinking about the past or worrying about the future. And literally, like, if you go into the coaching page, like, everybody's concern is about something I did in the past. I'm worried about something in the future. Okay. If y'all want to get coached by Coach Jennifer, Six Figure Saver, we got her. (laughs) We got her. We got the best coach in the industry. (laughs) Um, Final. I do have to say, I know, I just have to say that I so enjoy coaching on money. I mean, yes, I love coaching on weight too, but it's just fun to coach on something different, but the mindset is so similar. So similar. So I feel like I could coach on weight. <laughs> oh, you, Gina, you totally will be. <laughs> like, do you need a co-coach, Jennifer? <laughs> you totally will be. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Final, final question. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you want to see join six figure saver? Not names, of course, but what type of mm-hmm. person do you think would benefit the most from joining our amazing community? If you're an entrepreneur, if you are an entrepreneur, period, <laughs> join six figure saver. I don't care whether you're making, you know, $2,000 a month or $200,000 a month. If you have money problems, it's going to be the same no matter what level you are. Like, just come join Six Figure Savers, learn the cash flow waterfall, learn how to deal with your thoughts about money, and just like get over that mental hump. Follow these tools, and the money will be in the bank. And it's so exciting. It is so exciting. So exciting. Oh, so good. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Where can the people find you? The people can find me on the interwebs. Um, My website is jenniferdent.com. 
I'm on Instagram at Jennifer Dent Brown, and I'm also on Facebook. I think it's Coach Jennifer Dent Brown on Facebook. We'll have all those links in the show notes. All the links in this. But if you just come inside six and join us in Six Figure Saver, here I am. <laughs> every Tuesday, not every Tuesday, but on Tuesdays in Slack, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're there. All right. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you.